Welcome to The Mountain Gardener with Ken Lane. Gardening in the mountains is different. Listen to Ken's tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts guaranteed to make your gardens more beautiful than ever this year. Now for better advice that works locally, welcome your host, Ken Lane. There's a, a few things that I'm doing now that kind of kind of helps. This, we've been gardening like crazy, and, and, and it's it starts to get overwhelming. There's the tomatoes are too big. I can't, what do I do with that many cucumbers? Uh, the flowers is good. The dahlias are spectacular. So there's and they're humongous. And so, but we're going to get some frost that will kind of nip some of these things. And so I'm trying to get some of my frost hardy plants into the gardens. So my frost hardy vegetables into the garden so that they, when it does get frosty, I'm not obliterated and there's nothing left in the yard. I still have some pansies growing, some colorful Johnny Jump Ups, some beautiful Dusty Miller, some mums that are gorgeous. I'll keep having broccoli and lettuce and, bro and Brussels sprouts and cauliflower. I'll keep having some of that harvest, but it's not going to be zinnias. They'll get burned. It's not going to be tomatoes. They don't like the frost. It's not going to be eggplants. You can look at those things cold and they, I'm surprised if they're looking bad now, just rip them out because you're only going to get worse. They don't like cold nights. They like the heat. And so I'm trying to eliminate some things that are not performing. They haven't produced of, you know, they were, I was getting five tomatoes a week off of this plant. Now I haven't had one this week. Oh, okay. Clue. It's not going to get rid of it so I could free up some big garden space for my, we love, we love broccoli at Christmas. And you could easily have that in your own gardens. And so just by planting now, now's the time. So there's, that's one thing that I'm doing right now. Also, you're noticing in a, you're starting to see some fall color. Another two weeks, it'll be a lot of fall color. And then that means a whole bunch of like, composting gold is going to come. So if you were thinking about starting a compost pile, it's, this is like the magic. It's like the insider tip to gardening. It makes a difference. Uh, now's the time to start all those, not so much twigs. Twigs don't really break down. Not so much pine needles. They really don't break down, but leaves and grass clippings and flowers and vegetable clipping, all oh, these things are like magic. They compost so easy. You just need a nice bright place. You need, need some place where it's got some moisture. It's kind of out of the way. Uh, but do, now's the time to think about a compost pile because the, the timing is perfect for that. I did write an article on that a couple of weeks ago. It's on our blog. It's on my uh, webpage, watersgardencenter.com. Just type in compost up in the search bar. It'll pop right up. Uh, or if you, I guess you could look at blog and filter down a couple and you'll finally find it. But composting, it's so easy. And now's an opportune time to really take advantage. That's one thing that I do. I really try to prepare and get ready for all the, 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 the organics that are come our way. Um, be careful of your open space. If you've got some dead flowers, let's say uh, mildew took them out. Don't leave that garden open. It's just waiting for disease to come, more disease, more weeds to come in. If you've got a, a especially raised beds, uh, vegetable flower gardens, containers, if you've got a space like that and you've, you pulled a plant out, either put a plant back in so that space is not open because plants have a way of keeping it. They, they take all of that garden space and energy. They don't allow weeds to get going. 
Uh, but if you leave it open, if it's open, weeds are going to come. You're going to have weeds. There's going to be foxtail and dandelions, all the nasty winter weeds. They're going to be there. Or just put a two to three inch layer of compost or mulch on top of that open space, and that will suffocate things out. So don't, as we start to fade, you're pulling things out. Don't just leave that open. I did notice that um, I've got some serious weed issues showing up. So I went out spraying some of the spotting, spot treating. And generally, I'm pretty good. Our, our, our gardens are, are weed free. And the way I do it is I just keep up on it. But certain areas, you'll notice weeds are congregating more. And the reason is the weed and grass stopper, there's a, a seed preventer that keeps seed from coming up. I would encourage you to, if you've got down a fence line, the driveway, uh, an area just in that back across the dry wash, there's an area where just weeds are growing faster than other places. Even though I've got fabric and rock down, weeds should not be showing up, but they do. Put some weed and grass stopper. It's a granular. You sprinkle it through a hand spreader out through the yard. And as rain hits that or snow activates it, or you, you just put a hose on it, it goes down to that, that dusty layer above the rock, above the fabric and below the rock where all the weeds are growing. It keeps that seed from germinating. It keeps weeds at bay. And right now, this is when you can tell, this is where I need to put it because there's so many weeds there. I can't believe I had to spray more over here than anywhere else in the yard. Put it there. Actually, I do the entire yard just because I don't, I, I despise weeding. That's, that's like uh, we were Adam and Eve, you know, kicked us, got us kicked out of the garden. What do we, we were cursed with weeds. I hate weeds. So the weed and grass stopper just eliminates probably 95, 98% of all weeding that's ever going to be needed. But you'll notice in your gardens, there's certain places where it's just worse than others. Don't, that's, that's your cue. Put it there. And so now is the time. If you are going to spot an evergreen of any type, spruce, a pine, a cedar, a fir, a cypress, junipers, whatever it is, a red tip photinia, silverberry, there's so many of them. I probably have 50 varieties of evergreens right now. You need to think of, think through a little bit right now because it's such a good time to plant. And in a month, you're going to have those deciduous plants are going to shed their leaves. You're going to be left naked. If you can envision a little bit, I think I've, I've always admired a, a Colorado spruce. I like that Christmas tree look. I want one there in the front yard or off the back patio, or I want to decorate it by now is the time to plant those. You'll get better rooting. You get more success, so you, you'll have less transplant shock planting now rather than spring, and you'll get better growth next spring. But, but mainly, if you can envision some of that, it's going to keep your yard from looking naked in winter. So just by planting now, you get to enjoy the, the holiday season to come. But mainly, you can, as in a month, it's just going to be you folks from the evergreen areas like Southern California. You're not used to four seasons. Things are deciduous. We're in a serious four-season climate. And so if you committed all of your plants to lilacs in the spring and roses and then uh, crepe myrtles and rows of Sharon's in summer, and then your, your autumn uh, burning bush and choke cherries, and then you didn't put enough evergreens in, you're going to be, you're going to be left wanting. Now you got a great selection. It's a good time to plant them. Same thing with your fall colored stuff. You've got uh, uh, maples, aspens. We have a huge selection of apples, birch. That's a beautiful new, um, 
Raywood ash. This is a kind of a 30 by 30 foot tree, shade tree with beautiful purple. In another three weeks, it'll be these bright purple, like not, not, not a muted purple, like purple leaf plum. We're talking like bright glow in the dark, like royal purple. That's that's Raywood ash. Spectacular. It's related to our native ash. It grows just wild here. It's equally as hardy. But now's the time you want to plant those. You have your best selection now. You have bigger you have bigger sizes, and you can just do more with it. But there's a few things right now. I'm I'm just trying to anything that looks even remotely like it's looking peaked. I am ripping that baby out of the ground. I'm act aggressively going into the roots, trying to get some more soil. I'm replacing that area with some more potting soil. And then I'm actively putting in some pansies. The pan There's this whole series of fall plants. You folks in the Midwest, you'll be jealous because you, you're used to planting mums and pansies and snapdragons and Dusty Miller now, and then they're dead by Christmas because it gets too cold there. Here, we don't get that cold. It still warms right up and it's pretty nice. Even in January, it'll get to you know, 55, 60 degrees. Yeah, it's brutal at night but it warms right back up. And so those kind of plants, they continue to bloom right through winter. You're going to love it. It's just, it's so much better. We have so many more choices. Uh, also, if you were to plant, if you were planting those root crops, let's say vegetables now, so, so lettuce, kale, beets, radishes, carrots, uh, make sure you don't, they're growing really fast right now. Make sure to thin those out periodically. So you give them room because they'll continue to grow through the end of the year. I mean, well into winter, they're continuing to grow. So give them room. Don't just let them choke each other out. It's very easy to, for them to do that. Okay, we got a lot more in store for you, but I'm running out of I'm running against the time here. Let me take a break. We'll come back with some more garden tips, tricks, and garden advice, garden advice right after this. Whether you're freshening up an existing landscape or starting with a blank slate, the Waters in-store garden consultation is right for anyone. If you don't know where to start, Waters Personal Shopper Service allows you to book one-on-one -on -one time with an expert without the crowds. It's easy by phone or through our website. No lines, no waiting. Purchase a $250 gift card from Waters and it comes with one-on-one -on -one private gardener time. You're going to love your yard again. Waters Garden Center in Prescott or watersgardencenter.com. You're listening to local garden expert Ken Lane, the owner of Waters Garden Center. He can be found throughout the week at Waters Garden Center, located in Prescott, 1815 Iron Springs Road. Thanks for tuning in to The Mountain Gardener. If you enjoy this show and would like to hear more, please subscribe to The Mountain Gardener wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you'd like even more garden tips, tricks, and helpful advice, please check out my website at watersgardencenter.com for classes, videos, and more, or my online garden center at top10plants.com. Throughout the week, Lisa and I can be found here at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. 